So we'll do some walking meditation now. And um, throughout the retreat, in fact, we'll be alternating walking meditation with sitting meditation, partly because it's good to move around, um, get quite uncomfortable sitting for long periods. You can also get a bit dull, very, very peaceful, and it becomes dull. (laughs) So um, it's good to, to alternate. And uh, when the weather's fine, it's nice to walk outside. Um, there are the cloisters around the main courtyard. If it is, you know, if we have a, a rainy day or the corridors in the retreat center here, um, special request not to do walking meditation in the temple. So don't be tempted to go there for the walking practice. But there's plenty of space outside the meadow, lots of meadow space and pathways around the monastery. Um, The usual way that we do it here is to um, establish a path of somewhere between 15 and 30 paces is good. Um, Although if you have to be inside, shorter is also perfectly fine. But longer path is, I find, better. But you'll find for yourself. Um, To begin at one end of the path, walk to the other end, stop, turn around and walk back again. I'll demonstrate because it's usually best if I demonstrate, I think. Um, partly because it it looks, it sounds so ordinary, it looks so totally insignificant as a practice. You think, well, you know, what's the point of this? And it's very easy to get, um, you know, to have the sense of, well, I, I you know, I've, I've done 10 minutes, I think I'll go and have a cup of tea or lie down for a bit. But I'd really encourage you to to try to keep going for the whole of the period of walking meditation because it's not an unpleasant thing to do um really it doesn't hurt but it's more just to see what the mind makes of it we don't like being bored we like to be stimulated and for things to be interesting uh one of the things that can happen in walking is actually you begin to create these really interesting fantasies <laughs> So this is something to to be aware of um, and not discouraged by, but more kind of amazed at the capacity of the mind to kind of create whole scenarios. So although you're walking up and down in the field at Amarawati, your mind is in India or somewhere, or early childhood or (laughs) somewhere quite different. This is is a capacity of mind, which it's good to be aware of. Uh, We'll walk for, uh, let's think it's... Well, by the time I do the demo, it'll be about, we'll probably walk for about 20 minutes, half an hour. And then uh, uh, Warada can ring the bell, is that right? You'll walk around and there'll be a bell and we can come back in here again. Um, The usual thing is to walk at a fairly normal pace. I mean, you might find yourself a little bit slower than usual, or if you're feeling quite restless and um, stimulated or upset about something, sometimes walking more briskly is helpful. Um, So we won't be doing the really, really slow walking practice that is um, recommended um, in other schools and traditions. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the thing about this way is that it's something that translates very readily into everyday life. Um, Just cultivating this sense of presence while we're walking. We'll probably talk more about that over the days. So,
Um, excuse me, I just just have a very short path. <clears throat> it's usual to start just taking a moment or two <clears throat> to really, um, you know, as we did with the sitting, to focus on the posture. So the posture is standing. Uh, say something very obvious, but it's the feet are on the ground. <laughs> Just to notice that, the contact with the earth, uh, the feeling of the body standing upright. Uh, usual to walk with the eyes open, but not, you know, sometimes people close their eyes for a bit, but you have to be a bit careful with that. So, eyes open. So, obviously, there's a lot more things that we're aware of. You know, you, it, much more stimulation than when we're sitting. So, have the eyes open. It's usual to have the gaze about, you know, a couple of meters ahead of you on the walking path. And then uh, when you feel, uh, after a moment, when you feel ready to begin, uh, this is not going to work, but never mind, begin walking. Um, and I'll just walk to the end. And um, as I walk, um, the awareness is with the feet as they touch the ground and just the feeling of the body walking, the sense of movement. Um, so we keep the attention very much within the body, and whenever you notice that the mind has, you know, is not with the body, the mind is somewhere else, then you just patiently, kindly, humorously bring it back. Uh, what I find is helpful is just using one span of the path. So right now I'm standing here and I determine in my mind I'm going to make the effort to be present as I walk from one end of the path to the other. So I'll do that now. <clears throat> Um, some traditions recommend focusing on the breath as you walk, like walking in time with the breath. I don't think I would necessarily, um, although you may find it helpful to um, just re-establish your awareness with the breath. You know, like I said, each end of the path to, to, to take a moment to consciously breathe in and out. You know, particularly if the mind has been sort of somewhere else. <laughs> just to keep coming back to the breath as a focus. Is that clear enough? Are there any questions? Okay. Um, you need some warm clothes. Though it's sunny, it's quite chilly. There's a chilly wind. And what we'll do is we'll have the bell... Um, let's see. Maybe... Um, <clears throat> ten past ten, something like that. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, just sort of one more thing to mention. Um, there's plenty of space, so it's really good to avoid like having a pathway that's too close to somebody else or that crosses over somebody else's pathway. Otherwise, it gets very complicated, and you're very much aware of another person. So, try to have it so that you you know you have your own space and you're not encroaching on somebody else's as far as possible. <clears throat>